What if everything came with a free Star Wars audiobook from Audible? Like at the cantina. I'll take a half-calf spotchka. Lightweight. Here's your free audiobook download for Master and Apprentice from Audible. Or getting your pod racer serviced. My pod racer needs upgrades to the coupling and stabilizer. And here's your free audiobook download for Resistance Reborn from Audible. Life in the galaxy doesn't work that way, but there is one place you can go where you can get a free Star Wars audiobook from Audible. And that's utini.com slash audible. Click the Audible logo and start your 30-day free trial, which includes a free audiobook download. So visit utini.com slash audible and get your free Star Wars audiobook download today. Hey there, this is Kevin Scott. I'm the writer of Dooku Jedi Lost, and you're listening to the Living Force Podcast. Welcome to the Living Force Podcast. Be mindful of the Living Force, young Padawan. A Utini production. Luminous beings, though we, not this crude matter. Episode 93, The High Republic Launch Celebration. The clinking. On this episode, new Star Wars book reviews. Thank the maker. Corey reads I, Jedi. Eventually. Pokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster at your side, kid. And the Utini team welcomes the era of the High Republic. These five pieces are worth one half portion. And now, here are your hosts. Dr. Corey Helton, Eric Eilerson, Dr. Charles Henkel, and Wes Jenkins. Utini! Hello! Welcome to the Living Force, everyone! Happy Monday evening! I am one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me tonight is the full crew ready to talk about all things High Republic. First, we have the doctors. We have Dr. Corey Helton. Hey, buddy. What's happening? What's happening? Welcome back to the show, everybody. It's exciting to be to be back. It is. Exciting to be back. Lots of great stuff to talk about today. This is going to be a good one. And you know it's going to be a good show because earlier this week, Corey asked me, Eric, will we have enough to talk about? And every time that happens, <laughs> we have an overload of news. So I'm excited right. to talk about gonna... that. Also with Dr. Charles Hankel. Hey, buddy. What's up, y'all? New year, old show. I'm going to steal a line from Alec, Alex Winslow in the chat who says, Obi-Wan has the high ground, but we have the high republic. I like that. Oh, That's right. <laughs> I'm loving that almost as much as I'm loving looking into the dreamy eyes of Wes Jenkins. Hello. Hello, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Good to see you this evening. Oh. I'm glad everybody showed up to our live show of the High Republic. Am I in the right uh, show? Go ahead. <laughs> Get us going. <laughs> oh, what's going great, man? You gotta. Uh, for those of you not watching uh, the, the live show this week, Wes, you gotta. Is that a new camera angle you're working with this week? It looks very. It nice. is. In case anybody wanted to know, I moved my camera from the left to the right. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> new sh- new year, oh, new man. show, new camera angle. <laughs> Jeez, guys. <laughs> so much change, but what has not Excellent. changed, everyone, is what we are here for. We are the Living Force. We are here to celebrate all things in the Star Wars publishing world. We have a huge amount of folks joining us tonight. we got 31 people right now in the chat, so hi to all of you. Thanks for uh, coming to hang out and celebrate. Before we get to our main talks, which will be all about the new announcements about the High Republic and... Uh, phase one, by the way. It's all phase one of the High Republic, which you'll understand a little bit later. A couple congratulations we wanted to give out at the start of the show. Uh, last week, we gave away our copy of Thrawn Ascendancy Chaos Rising, the special edition, to Mike Moose Atkin 
Uh, so congratulations, Mike. We are working on how to ship things internationally, and it is coming to you very soon. So congrats on that. Again, keep your eyes out for future giveaways coming up. Also, a congratulations to our very own Jose, our very own Joxie, who has become the first ever annual Utini Fantasy Football Champion. So congrats, dude. Uh, drafting Patrick Mahomes in the first round worked out. Well done. <laughs> uh, don't draft a quarterback in the first round, everyone. That's your looking for sports Not analysis. Smart. <laughs> but it worked. Um, oh, thanks for those bits, Andrew. Look at you. So congrats to Mike and Jose. Fantastic. Another thing I wanted to say, uh, before we get into some business updates, y'all, we did have a giant Utini summit this week. Our first annual meeting where we got 20 people who work behind the scenes at Utini. That's right. We have a huge freaking team that brings you all the content you love. And we talked about our goals for 2021. We talked about a lot of projects we're going to bring up. Uh, Corey, do you want to just succinctly tell our audience kind of what we worked on and uh, some th some things they might expect coming up in the new year? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. This is probably the most exciting year ever, I think, for Utini. 2020 was uh, a horrible year for humankind. <laughs> I think that we, we can all just freely admit brave that. Take. But I think we had a really, yes, brave take. I think we had a really productive year at Utini. We launched a YouTube channel. We had a bunch of new projects come out. And I think, Eric, more than anything, I think we really solidified the team this year yeah. of like, like everybody, I don't think we had a lot of huge shakeups on the team. Like we didn't have a, we had a, several new people join. They just really dived right in. It feels like the team that we have right now is really close and tight knit. It felt very natural for twenty of us to get together. That didn't feel like a boring business meeting sitting around a conference table. It was fun. I enjoyed it yesterday. Uh, and we have a lot of really cool stuff coming down the the pipeline. We we set some really big goals. We're being very corporate about it all with objectives, key results, and initiatives. And it's gonna be uh it's gonna be very fun. I don't know that anybody else out there is doing what we do. I, I think that we have sort of a a unique take on uh, sort of the business of all of this, and we we treat it really um, really seriously. And I think it's uh, I think it's gonna be a good year. We have a lot of big projects coming on the top pipeline. I, that is for certain. Yeah, and I hope that all of you listening, all of you watching. Are, are as excited as we are because, as you're saying, Corey, this is going to be a huge year for you, Teeny. It's going to be a huge year for Star Wars, and we cannot wait to share it with all of you. <clears throat> Speaking of you all that are watching, uh, we want to thank a bunch of new patrons we got this week. Uh, we had a, a, lot of, a lot of people are joining Patreon recently, which is very nice. We got a lot of cool shows over there. So thank you to Ty Kasky. Thank you to Peter1987. Thank you to Carter Hunt. Thank you to Caleb Laminac, and thank you to Frank O'Sullivan, our very own Frank, and our very own Caleb, uh, for joining Patreon or upgrading Patreon. That's huge. It is your contributions, your enthusiasm that keep us going, um, that keep us kind of, you know, building new content. And on that thought of building, before we go into more updates and, again, more higher public greatness, Corey... Charles and Wes, I, I want to get sentimental with you guys for just a second, if I might. A little, a little sappy, you know? Uh, and ask you, 2021, we're here. We made it. Nothing's on fire at the moment. What are your personal goals for 2021? What would you, what would you like to do? It can be a workout goal. It can be professional. It can be content. What, what's your goal for 2021? <clears throat> I'm going to win the lottery this year. All right, great. <laughs> That's Good. a great Excellent. goal. <laughs> right on. No, I, I actually I have, a, I have a good one. Um, I uh, I am going to uh, I'm going to learn guitar in 2021. And uh, as uh, marvelous as, uh, as 
Yes, as Charles pointed out, this is not a $10,000 Gibson Les Paul. This is an Epiphone guitar. I, I bought this like three days ago. I'm really excited about this. I've been a, I've been kind of uh, in into music my my whole life, um, but I've never I've never like really learned how to do it. So I'm excited to like put this in the toolbox, and uh, we'll see what we'll see what happens. All right, nice. I dig it. Wes or Charles? Yes, of course I'm wearing you... pajamas. Are you kidding me? This is my own house. <laughs> this is what we do. You never see our bottoms for a reason on this show, y'all. Uh, so Charles, for um, so for 2021, I have a assortment of sports autograph collectibles that need to be framed. So Ooh. I have I have quite a few like full size helmets and baseball helmets and bats and signed jerseys that all need to be displayed. But I spent all that money getting the autograph and the piece that needs to be signed, and it costs just as much to like display it in a frame or put it in a, in a, like a, in a, in a side box or something. So, mm-hmm. um, let me see if you can, let me move this up. See if you can see my, my Jeff Bagwell up here that I did. Oh, nice. so that, oh, oh, that's yeah. my Jeff Bagwell Jersey up there. I put with two different pictures on either side, mm-hmm. but, um, I have like five other jerseys. So hopefully I can outfit my, um, my office with, with displays instead of just hanging in the closet. That would be awesome. Dust. Do you also have a, a a metal trash can signed by all the Astros? No, I don't. <laughs> that That's memorabilia. But I do have an Astros metal trash can, you jerk. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> oh, my God. That oh was God, wow. unbelievable. Uh, uh, oh, that's going to be great. I'm just reading the chat. Man, uh, Andrew, when you, when you catch up to the video, that's going to be really fun. <laughs> Um, Charles, how about you, man? We got, we got music. We got, we got sports. What do you, what do you want to do this year? Yeah. Uh, first of all, Wes, I just want you to know that you are the Jeff Bagwell of this podcast. Uh, (laughs) second of all, (laughs) as as for my goal, I don't know, man. Part of me just wants to like set the bar a little bit low and say survive 2021 after the last year. Um, I, I think just, uh, being a little bit more intentional with the free time that I have from work. That's my goal. Mm. Gonna leave it a little fluid. I don't know what I'm gonna do with that time. Probably some reading here and there, but uh, just <laughs> writing, writing roundtables. Yeah, 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 you know. But just, just enjoying the time I have off. No, that that's great. I, th- I think that a lot of us in 2020, because of the insanity, tried to fill up the gaps with with more work or more, more busy stuff to kind of keep our minds distracted. And I think 2021 is gonna be a good year of, of rejuvenation uh, in that way. I love that. Uh, I will say personally, my goal for 2021 that we kind of started talking about in our private Slack channel. I think this is the year I build a PC. Mm. I think. What? You're committing to it? Oh, my God. You said it on the air. I'm thinking that. We have so much to talk about. So (laughs) we do. We'll we'll see. Because if y'all don't know, uh, this Living Force podcast that is brought to you by Utini is running on a 2010 MacBook Pro uh, admirably. (laughs) So. Shit. It works. Maybe on your end. It's not on my No, end. no. The whole thing has been streamed by that. Let's be serious. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that would be fun. Uh, and then cr- creatively, I also want to say I uh, I want to I want to figure out my free time, too. I, I got some some pretty new consoles this year. I want to I play some games I've missed out on. And I want to I want to dig into my non Star Wars reading list. I've, I've been compiling hmm. books for the last couple of years. And because of all the amazing content we've been getting, I haven't been able to read them, which is fine. 
you know, we got a lot of great Star Wars books we'll be talking about, but I hope to, like, I want to read the Kiyoshi book I've had on my on my shelf for a while. Rebecca Roanhorse's yeah. Black Sun, I want to read that. So, uh, again, same as you, Charles, building that free time up, you know, making sure I'm using yeah. it as best I can. A couple of folks in the chat are already telling us what they're looking for. Uh, Stephanie Max said she's going to look for Canon hardcover books this year. That's a good goal. A lot of folks do that. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know what you're going to do in the chat if you have uh, big goals for 2021. You know, I don't think that a lot of people write off sort of like New Year's resolutions as being like a waste of time. I don't really think that's I true. I think, I think it's great. I think it's a healthy habit to try to set goals yeah. for a year and try to revisit them and stuff. So as long as you don't feel like it's like don't take it to heart if you don't if you don't achieve them. Like we're all just trying. Like you're saying, Charles, we want to survive. Right. Right? <laughs> that, yeah. That's base. Goal Anything other than one. that is gravy. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Here's your ask. jumping off points, some initiative to start something new, to have to, you know, to learn from something you've not, you know, really practiced or been good at in, your, in the past, you know? To start yeah. start something you suck at. That's what Rogan always says. Just if you suck at something, just start doing that. Maybe yeah. get better at anything. I like that. I like that. I l- and I love a lot of these already. Uh, I want to I end with, uh, with Joxies because I think it can apply to all of us. A better sleep schedule. Let's yeah. rest, y'all. Mm. Let's let's get those preach. Get those Z's. And it's a lot easier if you got a higher public novel sitting on that nightstand that you can look forward to. Yeah, All absolutely. Right. All right, a couple of announcements <clears throat> we want to get to now. Uh an update. Corey's I Jedi reading has been pushed. Uh Corey, you did find out that your uh your your doctoring saving of life schedule That's right. uh, got adjusted. That's right. Yeah, many many apologies, folks. Um, they one of my coworkers has COVID. Unfortunately, yeah. he's he's doing well, and that's no problem. Um, he's he's recovering, but you got to be out of work, obviously, for a couple of days. So they had to swap around some call schedules. So now I'm on call this coming Saturday. So unfortunately, that means I cannot get really drunk the night before I go to work. Man, what a what a damn shame, right? So um, so that's that. So we're gonna just move to the following week, and uh, we'll just get plastered next yep. Friday instead. January fifteenth so. will be the iJedi reading again. All if you're on Patreon, you'll get the emails. We'll make sure you all know when it's happening. And another reminder, because of all these new patrons we're getting, we are somehow getting even closer uh, to our next next goal because our Phantom Menace film commentary has already been met, which we will be recording at some point, we promise. Um, then a two-part roundtable of Claudia Gray's Bloodline is the next goal. So, I, I don't know. I, it's weird to like remind people about Patreon, but every week we keep getting new patrons. So, so thank you. Yeah. That that content has never been stronger, and I hope you're all enjoying it. Uh, but on that note, let us go to one of my favorite segments of the week, our Patron of the Week, Corey. Who do we got this week that we can celebrate? Uh, yeah, this week we have uh, one of our own, which I'm excited to to give to. Uh, Heather is our patron of the week this week. Heather Goldman is, and uh, Heather's been around for a real long time. She's one of the what I would call who I would call the OGs of uh, the Utini team, and uh, I think she's a great one this week. And she edited her own video, which is great. There's graphics and stuff. It's exciting. So Wes, you want to throw that up? All right. Which button are we pressing for patron of the week, Corey? <laughs> uh. <laughs> It's the one that says Patron of the Week, this one. Hey everyone, I'm Heather from California. I'm the social media manager for Utini, and my story actually begins during the release of The Phantom Menace. You see, back then with all of the crazy promotions at like Taco Bell, KFC, Pepsi, I think Pizza Hut too, I was just so pumped for this movie. And I was only six years old, so I haven't seen Star Wars before this, but 
Just, I knew this movie was going to be awesome, right? And even though I didn't really understand the politics, just seeing all of the different aliens, the spaceships, and of course the lightsaber fights, like, I just immediately fell in love. Because of that moment, The Phantom Menace is actually my favorite Star Wars film. Every time I see it, I am just overwhelmed with so much nostalgia. And with all of these new books coming out, like Queen's Peril and Master and Apprentice, it helps me admire the movies even more. For my favorite Star Wars novel, it's kind of hard to choose, but I'm gonna go with Darth Bane because that's the series that actually got me into the Expanded Universe in the first place. Uh, I learned so much about the Sith, and they are truly awesome. I joined the Utini staff soon after it was founded, about three years ago, and at that time I had just graduated with my advertising degree, and so I saw this as a great opportunity to use the skills that I just learned while doing something that has to do with my passion. And I have made so many amazing, great friends. I love you all so much. With so many new shows being announced, I think the one that I am most excited for is Ahsoka. Because since I started watching the show and since I first met her in 2008, you know, I have been watching her throughout the years and I just, I just grew to love her. If you want to get to know me a bit more, uh, for one, I co-host a show with Meg on uh, our Utini Patreon called Cat Faves where we just chill out and talk about our favorite things in the Star Wars universe. Sometimes it goes off the rails, but that's the fun of it. And you can even talk to me personally along with a few other people in our Discord uh, every Tuesday night at 9pm Eastern. We get together on the assembly chat and like we can talk about Star Wars or we could just talk about anything. Uh, it does get a little weird at times, just a heads up, like seriously, you've been warned. For those of you watching live, I will be hosting game night this week on Wednesday. Uh, I will actually be playing the Force Unleashed. The question I have for you, Living Force people, if you were to command your very own Death Star, what would be the very first planet that you blow up? For me, personally, I think it would be Tatooine because, you know what, just too much sand. Nobody needs it. All right, and now back to the show. <laughs> that was better oh production God. than the show. <laughs> that was excellent. Heather, that oh was my awesome. God. Oh, my yes. God. Shout out, shout out to you, Heather. Fantastic editing. That was oh. beautiful. <laughs> oh, and took care of all the plugs we got to do later. So let's see. Uh, excellent. Totally on brand Heather question. <laughs> Uh, what yes. planet are we blowing up with the Death Star? Um, Wes, <laughs> Geonosis? Uh, yes. <laughs> Too easy, right? Oh, I would like to God. murder all on Geonosis. That's what I would like to do. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh! I think I want to... Uh, what's the... Uh, oh, I, I want to blow up... Was it Munalist? Isn't that where the banking clan is? Yes. Oh, the Munes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the banking Just, clan? No, they're done. <laughs> Blow them up. That's the token liberal on the show right there. <laughs> down with capitalism. Exactly. Uh, Take down the mute. That's, that, what that, is that's your day job, Eric? <laughs> Aren't you a banker? I, mean, I, I work with bankers. 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> the small, then the small banks. Oh came. We go back to trading. You know, you'd, you'd, you'd go back to the core of capitalism, which is so trading like the trade federation. credits. Fine. What would you guys do since you're so smart? <laughs> I would, I would blow up, I would blow up uh, uh, Bothawi just so I could say many Bothans died to bring you this podcast. <laughs> Damn it, that's good. That's good. Oh man, maybe the uh, maybe the hut planet now Hutta. You blow that up. Oh, just that's because not that's bad. Gross. It's such a crappy planet. Like I remember you you visit that planet in the old Republic MMO, and it's like awful. I was sorry to get off the planet once I got there. It was yeah, keep Narshada fine because that's where the smugglers can go. Keep the moon, but like let the planet go yeah. away. We have some <laughs> someone in the chat here said Naboo. Alex said Naboo because of Gungans. And I'm Ooh. like yes, but also <laughs> Naboo is gorgeous. Like I I want a vacation <laughs> on Naboo. At all times. <laughs> Damn. Rob well, Nice, you genocidal maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Accurate. Stephanie Mack makes a great point. Uh, Charles, as long as we take down uh, Phalia from Legends at the same time, I shall shed no tears. <laughs> oh, ah! my God. The worst he character. Is. Maybe Terrible. second worst. Second worst only to Cornhorn. Second worst of all Legends characters is Phalia. Great, great oh. point. Phalia. Well, thank you, Heather, and thank you to all of you on Patreon. Again, keep an eye out. You may be our next patron of the week. All right, uh, now comes our Star Wars Weekly Roundup. And now if you're watching on YouTube, this little clip here, usually we would go over all the Star Wars news of the week in this clip. However, that's the main show this week because there was a lot of the higher public. So if you're looking for the news here, you want to watch the full Living Force show uh, that you can also find on this channel. But... For this review roundup, I actually have a few books that you may not have heard about that I want to review for you very quickly. These were sent to me uh, by the fantastic Alyssa Hurwitz over at Disney Lucasfilm. And these are, if you have some, some younger readers, perhaps, that need a couple more holiday gifts, maybe check these out. The first one is The Mandalorian Junior Novel uh, by none other than Joe Schreiber, who you may remember from Death Troopers and Red Harvest. That's right. Um, the horror master himself wrote the junior novel of the Mandalorian, and <laughs> excellent. And here's what I'll say: it has it's your typical Star Wars junior novel. You got some color pages in the middle, and this basically is a novelization of season one of Mandalorian for your younger readers. So maybe if you watched it as a family and they want to relieve it again, this is a good one. If maybe some of the violence in the show might be a little too much visually for younger people, depending on your parenting style, go ahead. Grab this. It's nice. It's light. You get all the fun character moments in there. You get a little bit of the child, which, you, which the younglings will definitely love. And Joe Schreiber brings all the action and none of the really disturbing gore that he puts in his other books. So uh, definitely recommend that. Uh, available now. Next thing we have is another Mandalorian little little book here, which is Mandalorian, A Clan of Two. Which is a kid's book. Ooh, I love that cover. And, that is oh, beautiful. All the art is like that. Look at this artwork, Ooh, guys. Oh, my God. That looks... Oh, I want that on a poster. Yeah. That is sick. Like, it's, it's a kid's book that goes through, again, your, your big parts of, of season one of The Mandalorian. You got all the Mandos wow. coming in. And it is just really gorgeously illustrated. It's written by Brooke, Brooke, Vita, Brooke Vital. Sorry, or Brooke Vitale. My mistake. Getting there. And illustrated by, quote, Tomato Farm, uh, who is a digital artist. <laughs> But one of the other cool things about this book, I got to say, kid or adult, it's full of stickers. Oh, nice. Like, that nice. artwork. Do they match the artwork? Yes, they oh, do. Oh, it's the artwork style, it's too. That is stellar sick. artwork. Man, I'm really laptop. impressed with the artwork of that. That is really cool. It's really, really beautiful stuff. $6 US. 
So if you wow. even if you just want some really sweet Mando stickers for your stuff, you got to pick this one up. Next of all, we have Star Wars. I believe this comes out tomorrow. Uh, is the Star Wars Galactic Storybook. Now, some people might have heard of this already. This is beautifully illustrated by Katie Cook, who, if you read from a certain point of view, The Empire Strikes Back, she did uh, the, the Dagobah Worm uh, comic book panels. So this, written by uh, Calliope Glass, they go through the entire saga of Star Wars with these adorable little pictures. So, again, if you are a parent nice. that's looking for a, a nighttime read to go over the <clears> saga, or you want to just see some really cool cartooning, because uh, Katie Cook is an astonishingly good cartoonist, this is one to pick up. And most importantly, let's see if we can put it on the screen here. That's Yaddle. There's no Yaddle erasure in this book. <laughs> She's in it. Uh, the poof's so, in there, too. Yep, Yariel poof. So all the good ones are in there. It goes through the entirety of the, of the Skywalker saga uh, from the prequels, original trilogy, and sequel trilogy, all in that really unique art style. Uh, if you all remember the Skywalker saga that Delilah Dawson put together last year, think that in a much younger kid's novel. Um, really fun Sweet. to go through. Also, the cover's like a little squishy, which is nice. Oh, yeah. Um, I love those. Are those blue pages as well? The sides? They are. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Nice. Uh, nice. Throwing Ascendancy Chaos Rising. This is clearly the sequel. <laughs> um, I, I'm pretty sure now, <laughs> legally. So, Excellent. So check that out. And lastly, this is going to tie in to our big topic. This is Star Wars The High Republic, The Great Jedi Rescue. Heck yeah. And here's why this book is actually really freaking cool for all ages alike. This goes over The Great Disaster, which starts Light of the Jedi. Um, all the preview chapters that we saw um, earlier that we talked about last month are covered in this book, but they're fully illustrated. Which means not only is this a cool little intro to kids for what happens in Light of the Jedi, but if you're a more visual reader like myself, this has character portraits of people we haven't seen in concept art yet. So this has people like Tayami, the Duros Jedi. Bam, right there. Fully illustrated so you have the character in your wow. mind. This has Republic Longships. This has Jedi Vectors. This is the wow. official mm. High Republic art. This is Loden Greatstorm and Bell Zetafar. Like, That's fantastic. So if you're so <clears throat> geeked about the High Republic like we are, this it's, it's not a new story if you've already read Light of the Jedi. But it does recap it for $6, and most importantly, legit most importantly, High Republic stickers. <laughs> um, More High all Republic the Jedi, stickers. There's a Loden Great Storm sticker, and I have not taken them out because I waited for you all. I wanted to show you this in its full glory on the video. I will be taking this off and putting these on my laptop. So if you're an adult, here you go. It's a reading companion. Uh, it's also written by – sorry, I didn't even say the creators – this is written by Kevin Scott, so he gets it, um, and illustrated by Peter Antonson. Uh, so the really beautiful artwork there. Kevin obviously knows exactly how this goes. And if you want some merch, because, uh, come on, we all want High Republic merch, do we not? Uh, these are the first official stickers. Even if it's just a logo, you want to put something on your phone case, maybe? Um, decorate with the High Republic, the Great Jedi Rescue, available tomorrow. Yes, Jared, I'll look in the chat. It is all stickers. Have fun. Have a blast with all these different um, books. And a little tease, I just got a book today that I'll be showing on this show next week, which is the Complete Illustrated Vehicles Guide from DK. So make sure to come back next week to hear all my thoughts on that. And that is this week's Star Wars Weekly Roundup. All right, folks. Later on in the show, 
Uh, and by later on, I mean very soon, we are going to go over all the actual news about the High Republic and celebrate its launch tomorrow. But before we get to that, we have neglected a large part of this show for the last few weeks, which is the book reviews. Uh, Charles, can you lead us through those and let us know what our, uh, what our glorious audience thought about the books they've been reading? Heck yeah. All right. So I will take the first book review that we have here, which is from Chase. And he reviewed Dooku Jedi Lost by Kevin Scott, who was our social butterfly winner from this year's Utinis. He gave it five stars and he said, awesome audiobook. Not knowing much of Dooku except from the movies, I was unsure of the book and my expectations were lowered. This made for a great adventure with a character I didn't expect to enjoy or respect. Dooku was blah in the movies, but this book portrays him as a powerful, cunning Jedi with all the flaws to fall to the dark side. The story is clever, yet easy to follow. It's interesting to watch the plot unfold and witness the rays of or the rise of Count Dooku. The production quality alone is worth it for your time. The story just flows naturally and has lots of bells and whistles. It was a great story, and I really enjoyed it. Dooku went from a grumpy old man to a powerful Jedi, forced to turn to the dark side. Check it out. Uh, and I agree. Uh, that was one of the most fun audio projects that we've gotten. It really kicked off a lot of the uh, audio dramas that now we're starting to see come more into play. And I would highly recommend it as well. Thank you, Chase. Uh, who would like to take the next one? How about Corey? Yeah, I can take the uh, next one. This one, uh, I this is by Lando. So strange that Lando is uh, reading Star Wars books, oh, yeah. but I mean, you know, welcome. Let's get a little meta right now. It's pretty rad. Uh, Lando uh, reviewed Queen's Peril by E.K. Johnson, and he gave this book uh, five stars. And uh, seriously, we want to uh, makes us want to watch Phantom Menace again. So uh, he said, uh, "Wow, I was not expecting absolute fire when I finally decided to read Queen's Peril." <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. I read it before Queen Shadow for chronology's sake, but I still felt like I really understood the relationship between Padme and the other A's, <laughs> especially Sabe, <laughs> who is the most developed and explored character among the Handmaidens. E.K. did a great job of writing a story with characters we should already have known from the first book, but still letting us meet and get to know them as if for the first time, which for me was actually the first time. I also love the perspective jumps through many of the chapters, giving us insight into many different players in the story of the Phantom Menace, from Anakin to Palpatine, and even the kind of creepy and disturbing perspective of Darth Maul. The book overlaps with the events of The Phantom Menace, but it doesn't feel fan servicey at all, and actually skips over big moments in the film to give us smaller and more intimate moments that occur off-screen, or even a second look that the scene would cut. It's a great example of an expansion on existing material, and I really want to watch the movie again immediately because of how phenomenal this book was, five out of five. And I, I like, that's like, really put into put into good words like kind of what we all felt about this book mm-hmm. is like i mean did any did all of you guys watch phantom menace immediately after reading this one because i absolutely, absolutely did. Oh, yeah, of course <laughs> yes yeah definitely. absolutely and i think it's it's cool that we we, we are getting books lately that kind of stand on their own but we're also still getting a lot of novels that really take that expanded universe moniker very seriously that mm-hmm. are like no no, no we're, you love this thing already right did you forget it did you not watch it in maybe three months? Oh, remember how you were addicted? Go back and watch that movie immediately. And Queen's oh, yeah, Peril is the epitome of that. Loved it. Yeah. You might even call it Absolute Fire. Might even. <laughs> All right. Uh, Wes, you want to take our last one here? Sure. So Paul Matthews has reviewed, from a certain point of view, Empire Strikes Back by various authors. He gave it four stars. Uh, droids and Creatures and Rebels Galore. 
This anthology takes a similar path to the From a Certain Point of View that was released for A New Hope. In this one, we get stories about some great background characters, as well as some who are just barely off screen somewhere. I quite enjoyed most of these tales, and the author pool was fantastic for this one. The rights came, the rights came from different backgrounds and ages, and it gave each story a unique, feel, a unique feeling, which still added to the movie we all love so much. And I could not agree more. I love that Star Wars paints a picture for all those characters in the background that you, you think that you see for, you think you might see for one or two seconds, and they have a whole backstory that you don't even know about. Yeah, that book was so good. And uh, if you want to know more of our thoughts on that book, you can check out our From a Certain Point of View roundtable, uh, which is can be found later in the feed, earlier in the feed. Damn it! <laughs> Messed it up. All right, folks, the moment you've been waiting for is here. Let's talk about a little something called the High Republic. We have made it tomorrow as of this recording begins the initiative years literally years in the making the high republic is here light of the jedi is being released a test of courage is being released um before we even talk about any of the specifics y'all how are we feeling that it it's here it's tomorrow it's a big deal you know like i think it's really appropriate that like originally they were set to release all this stuff what like august and september like yeah. kind of the late fall of this yeah. year Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that uh, I think that it's very appropriate that we're starting out 2021 with 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 the High Republic because it really does feel like we're sort of entering into a a new era. No pun intended. A new era <laughs> of Star Wars publishing, maybe even Star Wars storytelling. Like we just had all these new TV shows mm-hmm. announced. Like Mandalorian has been unbelievably successful both with season one and the sequel which is often like a failure as the big joke goes the sequel is never as good as the original right Right. so like it really feels like we're in a just a new time period in star wars storytelling which is so awesome so i'm really stoked about all this yeah absolutely i'm really excited that they decided to do it with with uh literature instead of maybe poking around with a show or an animated series or something that may or may not fail on the screen and they decided to, you know, adhere to us nerds and let us, you know, read those books and read those comics. So I'm excited that they did that way. Yeah, it was a really strong idea, too, to, like, not put, you're right, not put any super visual media in the first one. Like I said in, in earlier in the show, we have concept art, we have, like, stickers and, and some illustrated novels here and there. But it's all print media. You know, they're not starting out with this and an animated show. It's not all just leading to a movie. We've talked extensively about the, the, the faith they put in it, and we'll talk a little bit later. The the pre- presentation live stream today kind of really hit that on the head with how epic they're treating this, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, freaking love it. And as a reminder to everyone listening, uh, if you are listening to the audio of this podcast, Light of the Jedi and A Test of Courage are out right now. Um, the reviews are also up on utini.com. If you're listening, they will be released tomorrow. The review embargo did go up on December 14th, so we have given a lot of initial thoughts. Some people have given reviews, but at Utini, we love, we kind of love releasing on release day. I think that giving the the review of the day of is a really fun tradition, but I did want to break tradition just once because we've hyped up Light of the Jedi quite a bit, and the review has been written. It's in our webflow thing. We just got to hit publish, but we wanted to tell you all on the live stream tonight as a thank you for, for tuning in what our final staff rating was for this book. Now, as you know, we rate every book 1 to 10. We have a lot of criteria from plot, character, writing, originality, entertainment. Um, guys, should we just tell them what it got? 
Should we do that? Do it. All right. Yeah, do it. Do it. The final review score for Light of the Jedi from the Utini staff is a 9.6. Yo. 9.6. Man, that's strong. That is high. Very, very strong. strong. That is very high. Yeah, that's in the uh, – <clears throat> I think that score is definitely in the top 10, maybe yeah. in the top – Five ever? Yeah, maybe. I mean, like, I think, I think it is. I think Lost Have you looked, Stars I mean, got a nine point seven or something like that. Like yeah. it is in Lost Stars, Revenge of the Sith territory, um, for sure. This wow. book is freaking incredible, <laughs> y'all, and the the hype behind all the other reviews that have come out is very similar. So we we are very excited to hear the community's thoughts on this novel. We wanted to tell you our thoughts tonight. But as a reminder, if you get it tomorrow or you've already started reading it, I know it's been shipped out early somewhere else. Go on to the book profile on Utini. Give those star ratings. Give those reviews. We want to celebrate the High Republic on this show in the coming weeks. So we will be reading those book reviews. Um, I'm not entirely sure what Atessa Courage's scores are yet, but that review is also exceedingly positive, admittedly for younger <sighs> readers. But tune into Utini.com I, tomorrow. Check those out. Ah! I think. <laughs> all right, don't quote me on this, okay. but I think... I think I think this is number four. I think this all is the time. fourth highest rated book of all time of Utini. Wow! Like we have a uh, n- number one, we have Revenge of the Sith novelization, and then Lost Stars and Kenobi are both a nine point eight. They're tied for wow. number two, and this would be the next one I see is Master and Apprentice, which is nine point five. So I think this is the fourth wow. highest rated of all time, which is yeah, that's a big deal. Was- the first book ever released in the High Republic is like. One of the best Star Wars books ever written. That's incredible. I also want to say, just for, for the note, Master and Apprentice, if you remember last year, was our unanimous best book of the year of 2019. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. I, do. Absolutely. I, mean, I, I have called that book my favorite Star Wars book of all time. Yeah. So, so, bam. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Emma just put in the chat, officially the highest adult canon score ever. Oh, that is a good point. Yeah. So, uh, Very good point. Hmm. Best, highest canon book. You called it. You called it your favorite book you've ever. You called it actually. What did you say? You you my, gave it really. High I said it's my favorite Star Wars book I've ever read. So yeah, that's that's nuts. Excited! Uh, I can't wait. Roundtable's coming up, but uh, so that's tomorrow. <clears throat> what I want to talk about tonight with you guys. Uh, we're so excited for tomorrow's releases, but the higher public is already telling us what's happening in the future. This is an initiative with momentum, y'all. This is a train. It is going quickly. They are releasing things fast. And if you missed today. They had a live stream where they had all five authors, uh, also Michael Seglane, who's the creative director at Disney Lucasfilm, talking about the future of the High Republic. Now, they talked about how it came around, how they all got involved, their favorite characters. It was very nice. It's a very nice presentation, I thought. But then they said, okay, you have your books tomorrow. Let us tell you what's already coming up next. And before we get into these specifics, I want to give a huge, huge shout out to our very own Jared and Meg, who took extensive notes throughout this presentation, wrote up a recap full article with all the announcements, and got it published before StarWars.com tweeted out their own article. So, y'all Amazing. rock! Head over to utini.com, check out all the stuff we're about to talk about here. But we're going to go one by one and tell you what got announced. So, first thing is a couple things we already knew about that I don't believe we have visuals for. Starlight Stories got announced. Now, these are going to be the short stories that will come up in Star Wars Insider. We've talked about how Star Wars Insider is bringing back original fiction to the magazine. This used to happen a lot back in the day. They've taken some time off from doing that, but they're bringing it back. So if you're subscribed to Star Wars Insider, the magazine, you'll get a new High Republic story every single month. And these will be short stories penned alternatively uh, by Charles Soult to start. He did the first. 
And then the official, quote, Starlight Stories, which will be people working on the Starlight Beacon, will alternate between Kevin Scott and Justina Ireland. And this is kind of an awesome precedent. That's begin, super right? awesome. Yeah, I'm really glad you talked me into getting that, Eric. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> That's what we do here, right? Oh, um, real quick, though. I'm going to look in this chat. Uh, Cheryl would like to know where your Obi-Wan cardboard cutout is, please. <laughs> oh, it, it, it is in the bedroom yeah, behind me, uh, which sounds oh. kind of wrong, but oh. kind of right. Oh, no, it sounds right, <laughs> Tell buddy. Us more. Tell us let's, more. Let's, all, let's all be honest. As soon as you showed us you got a giant Obi-Wan cutout, we all knew it was going in the bedroom, <laughs> Charles. I can't sleep without him watching me myself. Uh, so anyway, back to the topics at hand. Uh, so that is going to be uh, the Starlight Stories, and that will be fun. We're not going to go over eat every single one of those stories. We'll probably briefly summarize them on this show. But Star Wars Insider is also a great product that, if, if like me, you've never been subscribed, jump on. Great interviews, <laughs> great exclusive content, and great exclusive short stories there. Next yep. up, uh, already announced, is The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott, uh, which is the next adult novel coming this summer. It is the basically the sequel to Light of the Jedi. It's taking that story and moving it. But Kevin did announce a couple things. Uh, this one, instead of focusing on Avar Chris, is going to focus on Stellan Geos, uh, who's our boy with the cross guard, like really King Arthur type lightsaber. Also, Ty Yorick, who is the force sensitive monster hunter. And, quote, it'll be about the Republic Fair, which is kind of like the World's Fair. Uh, if you guys like, you know, in the United States, for our American listeners, that happened at the, kind of the turn of the century. Um, what do you guys think about that? About kind of. Shifting the focus to uh, Stellan, who we've heard about in talks, and bringing on this. Yeah, oh, look at that cover that Corey just put up. Beautiful. Oh, God, that looks awesome, doesn't it? Yeah, it's sick. <clears throat> I love that. I love the cross card. I mean, we said this a thousand times, yeah. but the I'm so pleased that they decided to bring back, like, Kylo Ren's type of lightsaber. Yeah. Like, it, just, it totally legitimizes so much, and I love that. This is so cool looking. Yeah, and, that, and that's going to be... And that's going to look really, really freaking awesome on the shelf right next to Light of the Jedi. I like the, the consistent aesthetic of this line is also really cool. Like the typeface and, and the little borders around. Like just visually, it's very striking. And I love that we still got Belzettafar on the cover there. So he's carrying through. And that's one thing I noticed on the panel today. You know, a lot of the characters are really carrying through from story to story, from medium to medium even. And I, I can't yeah, remember absolutely. when that's been like that precise you know we, we really haven't seen that in star wars publishing recently have we no i mean like i think that's been kind of one of the one of the sort of maybe legitimate pieces of criticism at least in my opinion of uh the new canon stuff it's like legends felt so intimately connected and like they all you know when we had um uh uh, who is the uh, John Jackson Miller? When we had John yeah. Jackson Miller on the show, I mean, he talked about how they would all kind of talk, kind of like they're doing nowadays, right? Like mm -hmm. they all have group texts and stuff. We've heard them say yeah. on Twitter and stuff. But like he said, that back in the day, that's what they did. Like they would coordinate like stories. And be like, no, we can't talk about Obi Wan, like hearing Qui Gon's voice now because he heard it earlier. Yeah. Like they would do that kind of stuff. So, um, like I think that's been a little missing from the early canon stuff, and that's what I'm talking about. It feels like we're entering a new era of Star Wars storytelling. Is like they have figured out. The creators have figured out how to make it all be connected. So in, in all, it makes me want to read everything. Like it makes you want to just, man, I have to read yeah. this next thing because it's so connected to this thing. And that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. You know that. what excites I me think... looking at that cover in particular, other than the fact that Kevin Scott's name is on it, is <laughs> I, I was just thinking about this. So much of Star Wars is, is you know, defined by time periods where there aren't that many Jedi. 
like there just aren't really right. it, it was the sure. prequels right when when we think about like the geonosis arena and all this stuff look at this cover man look at some of the other covers like the isn't it the light of the jedi special cover where it looks like they're all charging at each other it's yeah. like we're, we have a bunch of jedi all working together again and that is like something that makes me feel like a kid again it makes me feel like episode one again yeah, it it really is awesome because they they are the knights. They are at their height, and and they really made it put an emphasis on that. Michael Staglane talked about that a lot in the panel today, uh, which again, full thing is on the Star Wars YouTube channel. Highly recommend you check it out, just because it's fun, frankly. But he talked about how the Jedi really are at their height, and also brought up the fact, like you were saying, Corey, that we hope people read all of the High Republic, but they're also being really cognizant of the fact that some people might not. You know, some people, yeah. some people might just read the YA book. Some people might just read the Del Rey release, and that's fine. You'll still get complete stories, but mm-hmm. there are special things you'll find if you read all the content, uh, like like we will at Utini. Uh, shocker, we're gonna read literally freaking everything with this banner on it. <laughs> right. So speaking of uh, your best friend, Kevin Scott Charles, somehow Kevin Scott announced another project, which I want to remind you all. Kevin Scott is writing the main High Republic comic that comes out Wednesday. He's writing The Rising Storm. He's writing the, the Starlight Stories short stories. And also, he has found the time <laughs> to write what is coming out, a complete full graphic novel called The Monster of Temple Peak, which will be illustrated by Rachel Stott, which is, uh, oh yeah, we got that cover up there right now, which is all about Ty Yorick, that monster hunter from The Rising Storm. And, Real quick before I ask you guys about this, to be clear, this is a full graphic novel. And if you're not familiar with with the uh, that that's like bigger than a comic. It is gonna be like a longer complete story, probably hundreds of pages of art and story coming yeah. out this year. Like what the hell? Right. And this is this is the first time a graphic novel has ever been done in canon, isn't it? Yeah, that, a full graphic novel, that's correct. Because they just yeah. comic I mean, collections. We, we we've talked about this a lot at Utini, and we've had a lo- we've had a lot of internal discussions about this because we frequently use the word graphic novel to describe like uh, like trade paperbacks yeah. because it's just simple it's simpler to say trade paperback and but like you know those are really collections of single issue comics yeah. and we've not had any uh, complete original graphic novels and good lord look at this thing man this is so sick <laughs> also tell me that's like, not Jackson's is... like third cousin look at those ears oh my god <laughs> come on For real. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, this is sick. Like, look at this demon-looking monster that she's facing up against. That looks awesome. And kind of fan me, of those colors. Pants. Really, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, T- that's right. Tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> looks this, like Aladdin. <laughs> doesn't this feel a little throwback too? Even with the title, like the Monster of Temple Peak, sounds like an '80s it cartoon, does. doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It has like Stranger Stranger Things vibes mm-hmm. a little bit. Like, yeah, big fan. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. And again, a new medium, a new style of storytelling that's all under this banner. And um, the big question is, Charles, does Kevin Scott sleep less than you do? <laughs> yes. Uh, I think definitively yes with this project. That's what put it over the line. That was it? It was the graphic novel? That's the one. <laughs> yeah. And also welcoming Rachel Stott to the team. I mean, there's there's a bunch of people we'll go over that we didn't know about uh, that are all coming into the High Republic. The more people we get in Star Wars, the better. Can't wait. Uh, the next announcement we got which is coming out July 27th of, what's that? Oh, 2021. That's this year. Yup. Is wow. the YA novel from Justina Ireland called Out of the Shadow, uh, which is going to be, oh, look at that. Look at that cover. Uh, this is Justina Ireland, which, by the way, kind of the MVP 
of that whole uh, of that whole stream. I think her energy. I gotta say, oh yeah, really I fun. Agree. Oh yeah, uh, she's a lot of fun. Absolutely, a lot of fun. She's freaking great. And she said the title "Out of the Shadows" obviously tied to Claudia Gray's "Into the Dark" in some way. If we want to take that, this includes Vernestra Rowe, Reith Silas, and Avon Steros, which are all characters that we know. However, the main character on that cover is not Avon Steros. It's a brand new character we haven't met yet, which is also so exciting because like we're we're getting new characters brought in. We're bringing old ones. Vernestra's from A Test of Courage. Wreath is from Into the Dark. So we're, we're picking and choosing and, and putting them into new yes. adventures together. Like, goddamn, this is it's fun. sick. I know. Hey, she had some really funny things to say on Twitter, too. Like, didn't she say something like, oh, yeah, FYI, that's not the uh, the person uh, on the on the cover. Yeah, that's that's actually Avon. another. Yep. That's another black chick. There are multiple black women in the same book, believe it or yep. not. And it they're was not fantastic. related. <laughs> Which, like, that's right. <laughs> also, is is a big deal in Star Wars. Like, so it is. You know, it is, is a big awesome. deal. Um, and Justina Ireland is a, is a YA author outside of Star Wars. She's done a lot of middle grade. But her wheelhouse is kind of YA. So it's it's kind of cool mm. to see her going back to a full-length YA novel, which is coming out in July. <clears throat> like, what in I the know. world? It's crazy. I mean, we're seeing a lot of uh, a lot of these covers have the Jedi facing off with other people. I mean, look at this one with all these yeah. droid-looking creatures in the background. Yeah, that's what like, is that in the background there? Is that that's I not don't know. the Nile, it's... right? Well, do we even know what the Nile is? It I might mean, be because they got they got they got masks which look like kind of the look Nile concept art. So very possible. Uh, it's pretty cool. I'm getting like kind of Knights of Ren vibes from this. Ooh, too. Like, that's fun. Yeah, that's very fun. I like that a lot. But we're Obviously, very excited about that. Uh, but also coming this summer is uh, oh, real quick before we move on from that, I want to say I believe some people were getting their hardcovers of Into the Dark today. Uh, Claudia Gray's novel come out in February, and I do believe at least one preview chapter of Out of the Shadows is at the end of Into the Dark. So if you pick up the oh, High Republic cool. novels, they're getting you right in. Um, Light of the Jedi does not have a Rising Perfect. Storm preview, but A Test of Courage does have the first chapter of this next book we're going to talk about, which is Race to Crash Point Tower by Daniel Jose Older coming out June 29th, which, I mean, you want a classic, fun... If if, if this was at a scholastic book fair, I'd lose my goddamn mind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My parents would be so pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Which is uh, starring uh, Lula Talisola from uh, Daniel Jose Older's IDW Adventures comic. Uh, which who is on the back of that that droid right there, uh, which which he went over again in detail in the panel, talked a lot about some of the characters in there, and all three of these characters on the cover do show up in that preview chapter, which is very fun, and I mean this is a I, I'm just obsessed with this title so weirdly when I saw the preview chapter like race to Crash Point Tower it's like race to which mountain it's like old school Disney I know. you know. It, sa- yeah. it sounds like an episode of the Clone Wars or something. Yeah. I don't know. Oh damn! I was just totally about does. to ask what what do you think that that uh, temple thing is back there? But then I just read the oh, yeah. title of the book again. So <laughs> <laughs> to be right. fair, Probably it looks like they're tower, racing right? away. From... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they had some they had some pretty interesting comments in the stream. Like, uh, let me go back to the thing here. Like, like this thing that he's riding on is like a droid or something. He's modified. Like, what did they say? Yeah, it they modified this droid so they could ride him. The, the very yeah, first yeah, yeah. 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 
Yeah, exactly. And he said that this character, he did something to to the droid, so it would quit getting like put on like cargo carriers and stuff because it kept like going missing or something. Yeah, oh, that was, and it was clever. I believe we have a concept art of our of our other protagonist with Lula, right? Uh, I'm, I'm forgetting his name at the moment. Um, is it Leox? Is that him? No, it's not Leox. He's an Into the Dark. This is the other guy. Let's see here. Oh, is it Ram Jamorim? Yeah, yeah, Ram Jamorim. Uh, so this guy this is this guy right here. Yeah, this guy's also very cool because Daniel Hill is the older, um, likes to put a lot of Latinx representation into his work. And this is especially evident with this guy. I mean, he says he's, he's also a tinkerer. He works with a lot of machines and likes to work in his droid factory. And the guy looks cool. And I got to say, I was seeing a lot of people on Twitter, um, a lot of Latinx people that were like, this is me. This looks like me in Star Wars. And, like, that Dude, is so that's cool. Sick. Like, oh, my God. That's what, that's what we talk about that all the time. We yeah. want people to feel like they can be in Star Wars. Yeah. And this is perfect. He's a tinker Jedi. He's covered in oil. That's so <laughs> yeah. new. We've never seen that before. Like, look at his uh, look at his lightsaber on his, like, shoulder. Oh, that is think awesome. Yeah. That's his lightsaber. We've never seen anybody carry their lightsaber besides their belt. That is awesome. God, I totally I missed love that the first this. time. It's so exciting. This is so good. It's so good. It's it's really so good. The creativity. It, they're just taking. They're taking a lot of risk. Mm-hmm. They're doing a lot of new cool stuff. Like, this is gonna be a fantastic campaign. I don't know whose idea <laughs> this was originally, but like, I want to shake their hand because it's freaking genius. Yeah, and I think one of the coolest things too is, is noticing that like, if you're not into the kids' books in Star Wars, that's fine. Start reading some of the middle grade stuff because it's it's a fun joyride. ride. They're incredibly awesome new characters. There's never been a better time to start. Yeah. So we got that. It's, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun to like, it's kind of fun to relive your childhood a little bit by reading some of the young, younger readers books too, because like I, I can feel the excitement that I would have felt as a, as a, as a younger, younger kid, 100%. like reading, reading some of that. Like I reread one of the, um, what was it? It was like a Boba Fett book or something. There's like 10 of them. There's like a Boba Fett oh, Legends yeah, books yeah, that are all about, those. they're about like kind of like teenage or young Boba Fett and kind of figuring out some stuff. And, uh, they're good. It's good stuff. It's like it's like they're written for kids. You can tell they're written for kids, but like it's it's fun knowing that like there's some kind of Star Wars for literally everybody. And like whether it's, it's like so people cool. with different ethnicities or different ages, it's super awesome that they're really trying to like make this. Like there's no other genre or or, or not genre. There's no other universe like this yeah. where there's this it's like we have kids books and adult books and young adult books and radio dramas and graphic novels and comics. We have everything. Everything we need. I mean, you could go the rest of your life without reading any other books besides <laughs> Star Wars if you really wanted to. Like I'm it's crazy. On it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Speaking of all that, the next thing we're going to talk about is somehow something that we haven't seen in canon yet, which is an original manga story. Uh, called The Edge of Balance, which is going to be co-written by Justina Ireland, but scripted and written by the Japanese writer uh, Shima Shinya and the artist Mizuki Sakakibara, who are doing... Look at this freaking cover Dude. with these, like, oh, Japanese God. sword lightsabers. And this is the oh, first those in a series. Are awesome. Yes. A series of original guys- manga. Listen, you guys have all seen that 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 the uh, the Tie Fighter fight, the the if Star Wars oh, was yeah. anime video, yep. you know what I'm talking yep. about? Yes. Yeah, okay. Like if you listen, listeners, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to go to YouTube and search for like Star Wars anime. And somebody did as like an art project or something. They animated this whole really cool scene, and it's like it feels like hardcore anime. It's got like the the alternative music playing in the background is fantastic. This is that. In graphic novel yes. form. It's Dude, fantastic. This project yeah. somehow I wasn't expecting it, but I'm more excited about this, I think, than even the others. Because it kind of feels like they're 
embracing this now. I mean, we had like the Lost Stars uh, manga, right? Then we had uh, the Leia Princess of Alderaan, right? Mm-hmm. And now we're getting this as part of the like initial wave for the High Republic. It kind of feels like they might be doing this more in the future. Well, I think that's one of the coolest things is that like you know they're bringing in storytellers that haven't written Star Wars before. It, it reminds me of what they're doing with the uh, the Star Wars Visions show. Like it, it's taking these right. new art styles that people have loved for years. I mean, the anime and manga community is huge. There's so many people that understand storytelling totally in a totally different way. And like, I want to know this character. I want those goddamn lightsabers. Um, <laughs> oh my god, yes. Oh, dude, you have so don't you have a, you have a handful of lightsabers in your collection, don't you? Eric? So here's the thing, y'all. What's been happening is that I dated a really <laughs> great person that has decided to buy me lightsabers for Christmas. <laughs> And um, so I have the Ahsoka sabers from Galaxy's Edge. I have the Luke Return of the Jedi saber from Galaxy's Edge. Um, we'll see where it goes. If they start, if they start, like, like, you want yo, these? If, Look at these. If they start releasing <laughs> High Republic lightsabers, I'm doomed. I am so doomed. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be so poor. Yeah, you know, it's something else like that's really cool that you just that you you made me think of Eric. Mm-hmm. You said that's a, such a huge community. I feel like the. I feel like anime is a very specific, like niche group of people too. That also probably largely feels underrepresented, under underrepresented in like storytelling yeah, in general. Sure. Like, like the folks that a lot of folks that you know, I'm not trying to call anybody up. My wife loves anime. I watch a lot of anime too. Like, like I think people it has a stigma yeah, with shout it. Like out it's to a the nerdy. Weebs. It's a nerdy. That's right. Exactly. Yes. Like it's got this like nerdy culture. So like to bring that into Star Wars is so awesome. Like. The more people that can get into Star Wars and this wonderful, wonderful culture and universe we have, the, the better, man. Yeah. I'm so excited. So this is going to be really, really great. And and I think, again, it's so cool that they announced this is the first in a series. So I don't know if this will be the same creators. I don't know if it'll be the same you know, story continuously, but we're getting a bunch of manga, which is great. And also this is exciting because the company, um, I believe it's Viz that's doing this, was a logo on the original Project Luminous announcement. And so was DK and Abrams, who do the reference books that we review on this show. And now that we have the manga confirmed, we're going to get art and reference books for the High Republic, y'all. Like, that's sick. That, any, <laughs> so, so that, that's going to come. Um, a couple other things that got announced. Claudia Gray announced she is working on, on quote, something she can't talk about yet. Which, in a, rev- in a reveal call, how big is the thing she's working on that she can't? talk about it i don't know i mean what what could that project possibly be like how much bigger can we get we're already getting every possible <laughs> genre maybe a maybe an audio drama I don't know. maybe that's coming I, she, I i think she might be working on the the next adult novel post cavin maybe maybe so i don't know charles west what do you guys <laughs> think what, what might claudia be cooking up for us we never know with her i think because it's true i think because it's claudia gray it's got to be a novel Mm-hmm. But I w- I've been thinking about, Corey, you said radio dramas. What if they put out a podcast series? Ooh, or something Ooh. longer form yeah. than just the book. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> that would be that's cool. A, that's a thing. Now, there are, excuse me, there are a lot of, um, there are a lot of sort of longer form podcasts, like, ep- like they're episodic and they last like, yeah, a, like, like a season or something. Yeah, yeah like Some mini-series. sort of seasonal episodic. I mean, hey, uh, here's a plug. Dang, that'd be cool. I'm literally on one. It's called The Vanishing Act. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fun, uh, mysterious vaudeville podcast. Go listen to that in your podcast providers. Anyway, um, <laughs> an original Star Wars audio project would be incredible. She definitely might be doing that, let's be clear. Uh, or, hey, she might be writing Lost Stars too. Who knows? Uh, 
Ooh, but I think okay. they're keeping her in High Republic. Yeah. All right. Last two reveals we got. Uh, one, the Star Wars show went away recently, uh, which was very sad. They had a great run. But we found out we're getting a new bi-monthly YouTube show called simply... <laughs> wow. Dogs. <laughs> love you. Uh, called The High Republic Show. They got so excited. Hosted by uh, Christina Ariel, which is starting January 27th. It's going to be a YouTube show that includes interviews, exclusive reveals. Um, and they showed a little like intro clip of her. She seems awesome. She seems so excited, so stoked to be part of it. And I love that the next big YouTube project from Star Wars is also The High Republic. Like, we're going to have a news show about books. What in the world? Yeah. I like how they're they're really zeroing in on this on the, and they're going all in on the on this high republic era. It's, it's super cool. Yeah. They are yeah. and you know what they really have that's like the perfect expression. They are all in on the high mm-hmm. republic. And I think it's going to mm-hmm. be really important. And obviously we're all really excited and and everyone that's listening here tonight, you're listening because you're really excited, but we got to keep that hype train going because yes. like they put so much stock in us, essentially, right? In the readers. Mm-hmm. Like, they have they have created something specifically for you, for me, for all of us. And, like, we have got to support that. So, yeah. you know, going forward, if we wanted to continue doing stuff like this, like, we have, we've got to support them. Yeah. So, I mean, if, you're, if you want more higher public content as you're reading, like, I, I know authors say it all the time, but, like, those Goodreads reviews matter. The Amazon reviews matter. Go li- yeah, go watch absolutely. those YouTube videos. <clears throat> Leave those comments. Get those likes. That's the currency nowadays for publishers. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you're if you're gonna post a uh, if you're gonna post a review on utini.com, copy paste it onto Goodreads too. Like we mm-hmm. we we fully support you doing that kind yeah. of thing because yes. like yeah, I mean people have said over and over again that that authors are are they you know the publishers look at at how their books are reviewed and stuff yep. so. You know, like if you're like me and like have never left an Amazon review in your life, like seriously, go do that for Star Wars books because like it, it does matter. It totally matters. And and tell the authors how much you love their stuff on Twitter yes, and in yes, social media too. Like, yeah, even if you're not, even if you're not like really into social media, like just create a Twitter account and literally don't do anything except for tweet at Star Wars authors. Like, do it mm-hmm. because they really enjoy. Like, they really enjoy seeing that. I mean. We had a we had an award for our Utinis this year of the social butterfly and what we gave that to Kevin Scott this mm-hmm. year and um they love seeing that stuff. They've said over and over again they love seeing it. So Yeah. It was really freaking cool. It was cool to see them all today also be so excited about everyone's reactions and, and finally they, they did end the summit or live the summit, the live stream by revealing that everything they've talked about so far is all part of phase one of the higher public. And it's a three-phase plan as of right now. So everything up until going into 2022 is in phase one, Light of the Jedi. Phase two will be called Quest of the Jedi. Phase three will be called Trials of the Jedi. And Emma uh, on our team made this point earlier that if phase one is going for about two-ish years or so, this is at least conservatively six years of content right now in this <laughs> new Star Wars Holy era. crap. That is nuts. Which is, I'm, I'm very happy about Star Wars, guys. I really like it. <laughs> like, this is unprecedented. Take, yeah, taking some notes from Marvel here. Yeah, I mean, that's such point. a big deal. I mean, they're they're using phases to call uh, to name this stuff. It's clearly they're thinking way ahead. I love it. Yeah, it looks really awesome. Also, looking in the chat here, a quick shout out from uh, Darth Debeck says, "Don't forget the Utini Goodreads Book Club. 
You can ask authors directly uh, through, through questions directly through Goodreads, sorry, if you want as well. So over in our Discord, people are doing things we don't even know about. So I'm very excited about it. I can't believe they're doing more phases and all of this. I think we all thought, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, the summer books were going to be like phase two. Like, that's what I thought it was going to be. And they're like, yeah, no, I thought it was totally going to be that. <laughs> like, Agreed. Like, no, this, this is not a rush thing at no. all. Like, this is like a, this is like, you know, at minimum a four to six year project, which is crazy. Like, it's no wonder that, you know, even when they announced all these books, I don't know about you guys, but because they hyped it so much. Yeah. Uh, what did they call it? What was it called? It was called a. Uh, Project, Project something. Luminous. Luminous. Project Luminous. They hi they hyped Project Luminous so hard. When they announced it was a new era, we were like, you know, part of me, we were really hyped, but part of me was still like, really, just a new era? That's that's what this all hype is? I mean, they should have said it from the beginning. We're talking about a freaking half-decade-long project campaign. Like, that's a much bigger deal, which is so sick. Yeah. And they're already starting to integrate it as well into, like, the, the ILM uh, VR project last year. Got some High Republic stuff. Star Wars Squadrons tomorrow, January 5th. Y'all are Squadrons players. If you go on there, Stellan Geos' lightsaber is going to be something you can put in your cockpit. Like, a book lightsaber is in a video game. Uh, <laughs> amazing. Just, just, it's just so much fun, and I think that's really kind of what I want to end this, this segment on with you all, is, is just how much fun they're clearly having with this. Like, they mm -hmm. are just... They're, they're, it's, it's calculated, right? There's definitely a plan, but how much fun does it seem like they're having with all these new things? Yeah, just that, it totally does. That those videos and those pictures of them at Skywalker Ranch, they just all look like they were having a great time. I yeah, mean, take they me with they you. Weren't, yeah, like <laughs> mad that they were there. They were all having, like they didn't want to leave. They look like us and, if we were there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah and do. also, all of a fun fact: if you follow Kevin Scott, he said uh, while they were at St Skywalker Ranch, they had a movie night and they watched The Wrath of Khan. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic! Oh my gosh! So, all this to say, guys, I want to put you on the spot here as, as we as we start to wrap up. Let's go around of all the new announcements. So, not Rising Storm, which we knew about, anything like that. What new announcement? has you most hyped? Charles, I'm going to start with you. Um, I think it honestly really is the edge of balance. I think it is because it, it just represents something so unique. And, and I think that's what this whole era is going to represent. Unique stories, unique characters, uh, you know, even unique types of, of written media like this. So that's probably going to be my choice. Fantastic. Wes, how about you? I'm excited to see the YouTube show, the High Republic show. Yeah. Um, like when, when we lost the Star Wars show, um, we're hoping something else would take its place. But um, I love these YouTube shows that you can throw up while you're working on other things mm -hmm. and you can just check it out and rewind it whenever you need it. And you can just take in all that content right when you need it. Absolutely. Corey, what do you think? Uh, I'm pretty jacked about this uh, this Monster Hunter thing. Like, I mean, this is Monster like Monster Temple Peak. Is, yeah, I mean, you guys have heard me talk about how much I love Stranger Things on on this uh, on this show before. It's like I absolutely love that show, and this '80s vibe I'm getting for this is super sick. Super jacked about this project. How many pages do you think that graphic novel is going to be? Like a 120 uh, page know. graphic novel? I don't know. That would be nuts. Oh, man, I don't know. I I don't know. It's going to be a. I've like. Ugh. 
I've recently got I've recently gotten much more into comics, uh, like Marvel and DC, like uh, like uh, digital comics and stuff. So like I'm super into this comics thing right now, man. I'm all about this graphic novel. This is gonna be sick. I love that. Well, hey, I'll, I'll take the easy path out then, and and I'll I'll do the the last two we heard about. I'm gonna combine Out of the Shadow with Justina Ireland and Race to Crash Point Tower by Daniel Jose Older, purely because I love how these two specifically swap mediums and brought their characters with them. I think that's such a cool precedent to set. Like we talk about. Uh, Timothy Zahn having Thrawn, right? He gets taken. But now we're seeing these guys are making characters they love. I mean, Justina Ireland made a young black girl who's an awesome uh, like tinkerer, and she's bringing her with her. Uh, Daniel Jose Older got to make this 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 young girl who looks like people he grew up with. Now he brings her along. Like yeah. they're so intensely personal, and they can they're they're going through different types of audiences, and it's just so much freaking fun. And and the laughter that they shared on the panel. If it is any indication of how much fun it's going to be to read, it's how much fun they have writing and have it together. So, I, uh, we're lucky. We're straight up lucky this is happening. Yeah. This is so awesome, and I'm and I'm so glad that we have this community to chat about it. I got to be honest with y'all. One of the greatest parts of today was jumping in the High Republic Discord channel and it live reacting with all y'all. Like having comments of oh my of gosh. friends that were watching yes, the same thing. The, uh... Yeah, I don't know if any of you guys flipped on the video chat uh, or the chat the on that YouTube. Comments. Like, oh my god, it was Terror. awful. <laughs> it was absolutely horrible. It's almost like some of the Phantom Menace people like said, "Hey, everybody, go harass them yep. while they're doing their live show." Like, it was trash. trash like people. people just copy and pasting over and over again how much KK sucks and all this stuff sucks. Oh, I'm just god. like. Yep. Dude, get out of here with that crap, man. If you're like, if you're looking for a Star Wars community just to be happy about stuff with, that's how we roll, man. Like, yeah, we we have a little criticism here and there, but like, we're all about choosing joy yeah. and pick pick the thing you like the most about your least favorite Star Wars film. That's that should be. I say that's my new favorite thing. I love that. Yeah. So, and a couple. It was really cool seeing everybody be very joyful in our Discord today. That was a lot of fun. Absolutely. And I want to shout out our, our Discord manager, Adam, uh, for some work he did this week. Because here's what you get to do for the High Republic coming up in Utini land. Every new release coming out has its own specific Discord channel. Because while we want everyone to talk about the High Republic, we want you all to share your experiences. We want to make sure that we stay spoiler-free for people that want to. So, when you're reading the books and you have a great idea about the thing you're reading, you want to geek out, head over to the channel about your book. Use the spoiler tags in Discord. We have rules in our community rules for when, you know, we have we have certain uh, uh, time periods. I think it's like three months per book to use spoiler tags. Be respectful, but absolutely geek out about it. Adam, thank you for putting that together. Um, but then our collections team, I want to also give a thank you to because, Corey, what did they create today to make this literally as easy as possible for everyone listening? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So you guys have probably played around with our collections on our website, but they put together a High Republic's collection, uh, which is super cool. It's got it has the trailer, which we looked into this. You can't actually show a trailer on a Twitch stream. I, I think it'll like we get I don't know, kick off or something. I don't but know. It's very cool. Yeah, but it's really good. Watch the trailer. It's really cool. Uh, but the, all the books that are in the High Republic, uh, like entire lineup, are in here. In order, That's Amazon a publishing if, order. Yes. Wow. In this publishing is great. order. Are, I know. It's all in one place. It's fantastic. To get to it, um, you go to utini.com. At the very top of the page, you find Discover Books and then Reading Collections. And then you scroll down a little bit on the page, and you will find the High Republic. Um, it is right here, close to the top. So you can find that. And that's got all the High Republic books all in one place. So when you're trying to look for that, um, you can find it on our website. So check it out. Absolutely. And, of course, our new releases uh, tab as well. 
constantly updated with all the newest releases so you know, oh, did my book is going to get here a week later? Is it going to get here a week earlier? Did three more titles just get announced? Uh, we are trying to update that as continuously as possible. I'm just so excited. Everyone, welcome to the High Republic. I'm so excited for everyone to be able to share with this. Another reminder, head over to Utini tomorrow on Tuesday. Check out the reviews for A Test of Courage and Light of the Jedi. And uh, we will be bringing you continuing coverage throughout this entire initiative for the next six years. Uh, here we go. We're doing it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but as we get out of here, a couple of reminders about this week. Wes, Heather was nice enough to plug Utini Game Night, which I believe is happening Wednesday. But remind everybody what they can do this week. Correct. So Wednesday, if you're watching us live, Heather is going to be playing The Force Unleashed. So she'll be playing at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific, or 7 p.m. Central. So make sure you tune in for that. It's a lot of fun. You interact with, the, with all the fans in the chat, and you can probably ask her to, to jump off one of the bridges or something and kill herself. <laughs> so that'd be fun, too. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Utini Game Nights is, is on Twitch, uh, usually every Wednesday or Friday. So uh, tune in. Absolutely. And this Thursday, Legends Look Back is returning uh, with Jared who will sometime somehow find the time between uh, taking extensive notes, creating High Republic collections to write an entire outline for a legend show. So be sure to check that out on Thursday night. And Conja Book Club is back this Saturday with Light of the Jedi. Check out that Discord channel. Check out the audio podcast. Follow along with fellow Utenians as they dive into all the adventures of Avar, Chris, and Loden Great Storm, of course. And as a reminder, February's book there will be Heir to the Empire featuring our very own uh, star patron Cheryl Bell, which is going to be really freaking fun. One last reminder I want to give as a special gift for those of you watching live Monday night, tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time at outofprint.com, the exclusive version of Light of the Jedi will be going on sale, which will also include socks and a pin and an exclusive cover. So set your alarm, buy it. Looks awesome. If you're listening Sucks. to the audio podcast, hope you got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, guys, as we get out of here, any final thoughts on uh, on what we're in for this year with the High Republic? It's going to be a better year than last year, guys. Uh, it's going to be. Yeah. For a I lot mean, of reasons. I'm, I'm actually... I'm excited about them putting that lightsaber into squadrons because there's a lot of people that probably play that game that are either like original trilogy or prequel kids or something, but don't know about these literary works that are coming out. And they're going to be like, what is this even from? And then they're going to go back and they're going to research and they're going to find that this is a whole new era that they didn't even know about. So you could have just get some more fans that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Charles, bring it on, man. That's all I got to say. Bring it on. Indeed. Uh, I mean, what else is there to say, but we are all the Republic and we'll see you in the High Republic. And everyone, that will do it for this week's epic, excited episode of The Living Force. If you're already supporting us on Patreon, thank you so much. We started a little late tonight, so we're not going to have an Aftermath show, so Charles can be awake enough to save some lives in the morning. But a special thank you goes out to Cheryl Bell, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, Kyle Hickman, Elizabeth Cloutier, Freddie C., and Sally and Chris Eilerson and our Alliance High Command for their amazing support of the 2021 Utini content. You can find us on Twitter at Eric Eilerson, at DuckStarWarsMD, at C. Henkel, and at Boss Wes. 
A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor, Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire, and Wes, our producer and community manager. Thank you to Corey, Charles, and Wes for podcasting with me. Thank you to all of you for hanging out with us tonight. And as always, we are all the Republic. May the Force be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars fan code. Embrace it. Live by it. And above all, trust in the living force. That's all for this week. Join our community and surround yourself with like-minded fans by visiting us online at utini.com. Until next time, may the force be with you.